0: Hello again, everybody. This is uh, Jason Powers. I'm going to read the president's letter today that he sent to Congress. Uh, I think it's an important letter, and I think it lays out his case against impeachment, which is the best thing he can do, um, barring the fact that uh, he wasn't given the correct opportunity to uh, receive uh, due process, uh, face his accuser, uh, namely the whistleblower who... um, was not produced by the Democrats in any of the testimony. Uh, instead, they used uh, second- and third-hand witnesses, therefore hearsay, which I think is kind of um, a, a go-around. And I don't think it's going to really wind up being a case that they can make very well in front of the pe- American people. So the Senate is probably going to dismiss it rather quickly. I don't think they want to drag this on because that would be what the Democrats want, the more more people they get to talk to, the longer they can draw it out. And the funny thing is, is that if they truly wanted to do an investigation, um, they would have proceeded uh, uh, in a way that is um, according to the basic rules of law and jurisprudence. But that isn't what they're after. They're just after a substantial amount of time to stall the situation, present uh, shoddy uh, ru- they. They controlled the rules of evidence uh, against the president, which was presented today by Doug Collins. Uh, the fact that they violated the the rule that uh, the minority or the how or the party that's in the minority gets a day to uh, rebut or bring forth their witnesses or witness in order to uh, make counterclaims, and that wasn't uh, done appropriately, even though he requested it on the very first day of Nadler's hearing. And also had written to Nadler seven different occasions between early November to middle of December, as far as requesting, um, you know, obvious things to to proceed forth with a judicial uh, in the judicial committee the process of impeachment. So I'm gonna go with the president's uh, letter. Uh, hopefully my voice won't give out. I'm kind of feeling kind of crappy, but uh, that's the holidays for you. So here goes, dear Madam Speaker. I write to express my strongest and most powerful protest against the partisan impeachment crusade being pursued by the Democrats in the House of Representatives. This impeachment re- represents an unprecedented and unconstitutional abuse of power by Democrat lawmaker Democratic Democrat lawmakers unequal in the nearly two and a half centuries of American legislative history. The articles of impeachment introduced by the House Judiciary Committee are not recognizable under any standard of con- constitutional theory, interpretation, or jurisprudence. They include no crimes, no misdemeanors, and no offenses whatsoever. You have cheapened the importance of the very ugly word impeachment. By proceeding with your invalid impeachment, you are violating your oaths of office, you are breaking your allegiance to the Constitution, and you are declaring open war on the American democracy on American democracy. You dare to invoke the Founding Fathers in pursuit of this election nullification scheme, yet your spiteful actions of display unfettered contempt for America's founding in your egregious conduct threatens to destroy that which our founders pledged their very lives to build. Even worse than offending the founding fathers, you are offending Americans of faith by continually saying, I pray for the present, when you know this statement is not true, unless it is meant in a negative sense. It is a terrible thing you you are doing. But you will have to live with it not i your first claim abuse of power is completely in, in disingenuous meritless and baitless baseless invention of your imagination you know that i had a totally innocent conversation with the president of ukraine i then had a second conversation that has been misquoted mischaracterized and fraudulently misrepresented fortunately there was a transcript of the conversation taken and you know from the transcript, which was immediately made available, that the paragraph in question was perfect. I said to President Zelensky, I would like you to do us a favor, though, because of our country has been through a lot and Ukraine knows a lot about it. I said, do us a favor, not me and your and our country, not a com- campaign. I then mentioned the attorney general of the United States. Every time I talked with a foreign leader, I put America's interests first, just as I did with President Zelensky. You are turning a policy disagreement between two branches of government into an impeachable offense. It is no more legitimate than the executive branch charging members of Congress crimes for the unlawful exercise of legislative power. You know full well that Vice President Biden used his office and $1 billion of U.S. aid money to coerce Ukraine into firing the prosecutor who was digging into the company paying his son millions of dollars. You know this because Biden bragged about it in a video it on video. Biden openly stated, I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars. I looked at them and said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor is not fired, you're not getting the money. Well, son of a bitch, he got fired. Even Joe Biden admitted just days ago in an interview with NPR that it looked bad. Now you're trying to impeach me for falsely accusing accusing me of doing what Joe Biden has admittedly admitted he actually did. President Zelensky has uh, repeatedly declared that I did nothing wrong and that there was no pressure. He further emphasized that it was a good phone call, that I don't feel pressure, and explicitly stressed that nobody pushed me. The Ukrainian foreign minister stated very clearly, I have never seen a direct link between investigations and security assistance. He also said there was no pressure. Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin, a supporter of Ukraine, who met privately with President Zelensky, said, At no time during this meeting was there any mention by Zelensky or Ukrainian or any Ukrainian that they were feeling pressure to do anything in return for military aid. Many meetings have been held between representatives of Ukraine and our country. Never once did Ukraine complain about pressure being applied. Not once. Ambassador Sondland testified that I told him, no quid pro quo, I want nothing, I want nothing, I want President Zelensky to do the right thing, do what he ran on. The second claim, so-called obstruction of Congress, is preposterous and dangerous. House Democrats are trying to impeach the duly elected President of the United States for asserting constitutionally based privileges that have been asserted on a bipartisan basis by administrations of both political parties throughout our nation's history. Under that standard, every American president would have been impeached many times over. As liberal law professor John Jonathan Turley warned when he addressed congressional Democrats, I cannot emphasize this enough. If you impeach the president, uh, impeach a president, if you make a high crime and misdemeanor out of go, out of going to the courts, it is an abuse of power. It is your abuse of power. You're doing precisely what you're criticizing the president for doing everyone you included everyone you included knows what is really happening you you chosen your chosen candidate lost the election in 2016 an electoral college landslide 306 to 227 and you and your party have never recovered from this defeat you have developed a full, full a full-fledged case of what many in the media call Trump derangement syndrome and sadly you will never get over it you're unwilling and unable to accept the verdict issued at the ballot box during the great election of 2016. You have spent three straight years attempting to overturn the will of the American people and nullify their votes. Your view, You view democracy as your enemy. Speaker Pelosi, you admitted last week at a public forum that your party's impeachment effort has been going on for two and a half years, long before you ever heard about a phone call with Ukraine. Nineteen. Minutes after I took the oath of office, the Washington Post published a story headline, The Campaign to Impeach President Trump Has Begun. Less than three months after my inauguration, Representative Maxine Waters stated, I'm going to fight every day until he's impeached. House Democrats in- introduced the first impeachment resolution against me within months of my in- inauguration for what will be regarded as one of our country's best decisions, the firing of James Comey. See Inspector General reports. Who the world knows is one of the dirtiest cops our nation has ever seen. A ranting and raving Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib declared just hour after she swore into office, "We're going to go, going to go in there, and we're going to impeach the MFR. Representative Al Green said in May, "I'm concerned that if we don't impeach the pres- this president, he will get reelected." Again, you and your allies said and did all these things long before you ever heard of President Zelensky or anything related to Ukraine. As you know very well, this impeachment drive has nothing to do with Ukraine or the total appropriate conversation I had with its new president. It only has to do with your attempt to do the election of 2016 and steal the election of 2020. Sorry. So, Congressman Adam Schiff cheated and lied all the way up to the present day, even going so far as fraudulently make up out of thin air My conversation with President Zelensky of Ukraine and read this fancy language to the Congress as though it were said by me. His shameless lies and deceptions date all the way back to the Russian hoax is one of the main reasons we are here today. You and your party are desperate to distract from America, America's extraordinary economy, incredible job booms, record stock markets, soaring conference, and flourishing citizens your your party simply cannot compete with our record 7 million new jobs the lowest lowest ever unemployment for african americans hispanic americans and asian americans a, a rebuilt military a completely reformed va with choice and accountability for our great veterans more than 170 new federal judges and two Supreme Court justices, historic tax and regulation cuts, the elimination of an individual mandate, the first decline in prescription drugs prices in in a half a century, the first branch of the United States military since 1947, the Space Force, strong protection of the uh, Second Amendment, criminal justice reform, a defeated ISIS caliphate, and the killing of the world's number one terrorist leader, al-Baghdadi, the replacement of disastrous NAFTA trade deal with the wonderful USMCA, Mexico and Canada. A breakthrough phase one trade deal with China, massive new trade deals with Japan and South Korea, withdrawal from a terrible Iran nuclear deal, cancellation of unfair and costly Paris climate accord, becoming the world's top energy producer, recognition of Israel's capital, Opening the American Embassy in Jerusalem and recognizing Israeli sovereignty over the Golan Heights, a colossal reduction in the illegal border crossing, the end of catch and release, and the building of the southern border wall. And that is just the beginning. There is so much more. You cannot defend your extreme politi- policies, open borders, mass migration, high crime, crippling taxes. Socialized health care, destruction of American energy, late term, taxpayer abundant abortion, elimination of the Second Amendment, radical far left theories of law and justice, and constant partisan obstruction of both common sense and common good. There's nothing I would rather do than stop referring to your party as the do nothing democrats. Unfortunately, I don't know I don't know that you will ever give me a chance to do so. After three years unfair and unwarranted investigations, Forty five million dollars spent, eighteen Democratic prosecutors, the entire force of the FBI, headed by the leadership of now proven to be totally incompetent and corrupt, you have nothing. You have found nothing. <clears throat> Few people in high position could have endured or passed this test. You do not know, nor do you care the great damage and hurt you have inflicted upon your wonderful upon wonderful and loving members of my family. You conducted a fake investigation upon the democratically elected president of the United States, and you're doing it it yet again. There, There are many people who could have taken the punishment inflicted during this period of time, and yet done so much for the success of America and its citizens. But instead of putting our country first, you have decided to disgrace our country still further, You completely failed with the Mueller report because there was nothing to find, so you decided to take the next hoax that came along, the phone call with Ukraine, even though it was a perfect call. And by the way, I speak to foreign countries, there are many people, with permission, listening to the calls on both sides of the conversation. You're the ones interfering in American elections. You're the ones subverting America's democracy. You're the ones obstructing justice. You're the ones bringing pain and suffering to our republic for your own selfish, personal, political, and partisan gain. I'm going to leave it right there for now because I can't uh, um, upload any past 15 minutes, but um, I'll give you part two and then uh, a quick summary of what I feel is necessary on this uh, particular letter. I think Trump uh, is making his case for history. Uh, I don't think there's a lot to be said so far that comes across as being anything but just being assertive about his position. So I'll leave it there.